genre. That sounds like our cue, fam. We are back. Welcome to Beyond Geek by Night, where we have been discussing each episode of the Geek by Night podcast leading up to the series finale. On today's show, we will be discussing the 31st episode, The New Normal. So practice your one-armed push-ups, because we're about to go Beyond Geek by Night. I'm your host, Matt Bennett. And here is our awesome panel. I'm joined today by writer and creator Scott Corelli. Hi. Writer and executive producer, Nick Jimenez. Hello. And casting director, voice of Gretchen West, and for the first time, director, Chelsea Kern. Hey. In this episode, The New Normal, we begin with the arrest of the overachievers, Cosmo, Madison, and Janet. Billy has set them up and assisted police in their capture. At Swift Industries, which he now runs with Charlotte Swift, he describes to the board his plans to build supermax prisons that will allow them to detain and hold superpowered criminals. The board heartily approves, and Charlotte is quieted. Meanwhile, the underdogs are adjusting to their new normal. Lorelai testifies in front of Congress about the origin particle's effects and visits the comic store afterwards only for everyone to be interrupted by a news report that the McKinney City monorail is going to crash. Our underdogs run to the rescue and use their individual powers to stop the train and save everyone on board. As the gang celebrates their victory, Mindy wonders if there's more to the story of this monorail incident. All right, we are here. Season two. It it begins. it. It begins. All right, man, where do we start with this episode? Um, let's start with you, Chelsea. This is your first time directing an episode. Um, and you're also directing yourself a little bit in this episode. Um, tell us about your experience directing for the first time. Oh man. Okay. Um, it was a blast. Um, I, (laughs) it was, it was pretty complicated at first to get the hang of it, but luckily Scott gave me like a crash course via zoom and helped me out. So I got the hang of it. Um, Honestly, the hardest part was directing myself. I did not like directing myself because <laughs> it's just very bizarre and very weird. And I'm used to, like, when I record my lines, I'm used to just, like, uh, doing a bunch of different things and just assuming, like, oh, well, Scott Scott will pick the best one. Scott will know what's best. <laughs> and this time I had to be the one that knows what's best. You are Scott. I had to be Scott. <laughs> and that was very uh very challenging um but it was also a lot of fun like listening to everybody's um recording and how they all record everybody has a very different style Mm -hmm. and it's it's so fun to hear like (laughs) like matt's improvisations of all of his little lines like he and talking to himself and and uh, same with Chris. They both do a lot of like little improvisations and sometimes they actually get put into the episode too. Um, but it's just, it's so fun to listen to the hard work that all of my friends have been doing and to be able to put it all together into the episode was just awesome. So it sounds like you're happy with how it ended up. 
Yeah, absolutely. I I feel very satisfied with how the episode ended up and how it sounds. And I think that ultimately I made the right choices, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm really, really proud of this episode. And I think it turned out really great. Are you going to be returning to the director's chair at any point in the future? Yes, I am. The uh, mid- mid-season finale will be directed yes. by Chelsea. Very cool. That is really exciting. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, no, she did She did an amazing job. And, um, you know, uh, everyone who directed last season is directing again this season. Chelsea's just our first new person directing. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and yeah, she just, she really knocked it out of the park. I mean, um, you know, I think that she made all the choices that I would have made. I mean, the thing is, the reason I knew she would be a good director is because she's such a good casting director. Um, (laughs) she knows what the show is and she knows how the show sounds. And so I knew that she would be able to put these scenes together in a way that sounded like the show. Um, and, and sounded like, you know, what, what the intention of the script was, um, which is, you know, something that she's always been really good at. So, uh, yeah, she did an amazing job and I can't wait to see and hear her direct more. Oh, thanks. I'm going to cry. <laughs> so, uh, the big set piece of this episode is the monorail rescue. Um, possibly one of the biggest action scenes of the whole series so far. Um, how do you approach writing a scene like this, particularly in an audio medium where, uh, there's only a couple senses to work with. Yeah. I remember it was, uh, it was one of the earlier conversations that uh, the three of us had when going into this second season. Um, uh, You know, the idea of starting the show off kind of rewarding the fans with this big, fun, ambitious (laughs) set piece and just really starting things off with this declaration of, yeah, like we've had listeners, some of them have been listening to the show on and off since 2008, 2009, and have been yeah. waiting for these guys to become a, a team of plucky superheroes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've never really delivered on that promise. Like, we haven't really gotten the chance to. Mm-hmm. And we finally got to. So we were like, okay, we're done playing coy. We're, you know, like, let's just really start off with something really big and fun. And yeah, ambitious. And I think by design, it, it was the biggest set piece we've done. And we really we're interested in like, okay, what, what does an audio set piece sound like? How do we want to make the listener feel? Mm-hmm. And I think we, I think, I think Chelsea and Scott really pulled it off and I was so blown away by, you know, just the work that both of them had done and, and just and the, Tofty and Tofty. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cause the, yeah, the, the, the score mm-hmm. completely comes to life in that as well. And the mixing that he does. Yeah. It's it yeah. just, it's, it's, it's a, I say this love with lovingly, but it, it reminds me of like a really great like video game cutscene, mm-hmm. <laughs> o- almost more so than a movie thing because I can just hear it happening around me. Mm-hmm. And like when Gibson comes in on the comm with when Mindy, it almost feels like I'm in like a theme park ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so yeah. it was just really interesting to listen to, and I've, I've gone back to it a couple times just for pleasure since the episodes dropped. Yeah, Mindy. Mindy stopping the train is a total like quick time event in like a game, <laughs> right? Yeah, hold X, hold X, hold X. Yeah, for sure. You can uh, almost see like the monitor, like the pressure thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We knew that we wanted there to be like for all the reasons Nick said. We knew we wanted there to be a, a big action scene because we felt like uh, if we're gonna come back, we should earn the fact that we've been calling this a superhero show. 
Um, and, you know, all of our super heroics have been a little more theor- theoretical up to this point. <laughs> um, and so we wanted to have uh, like a like a cool, legitimate uh, big action sequence and really kind of like say like, OK, these guys have been doing stuff. You, we didn't see any of it. You know, the, the, they've been the show hasn't been around. They've been gone for, I, I think, uh, eight ish, nine ish months, something mm-hmm. like that since since the Christmas uh, or the holiday special. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we wanted to make sure that there was uh, a sense that a lot of things have happened since the last time we saw them, but nothing so important that we needed to see it happen. Um, and so in, in regards the way, one of the ways we did that was this action sequence and showing that like, oh, they've been training a lot and they're, they're, they're still like just scraping by, but they are pretty, they're getting pretty good at this. Um, they're, they're able to like figure out how to use their powers, like where to best place themselves in certain situations. Um, Gwen's become much more at home in her role as team leader yeah. mm-hmm. in this episode, just right. like knowing where to put your players and yeah. who to do what. Yeah. Yeah. We just wanted to show that the, the, the strategy was there um, for all of them. But we also wanted to highlight the fact that Mindy is a little bit of a wild card um, mm-hmm. and is a little bit sort of going it alone to a certain extent. Um, a lone wolf a little bit. She's still part of the team, but she's obviously doing things that Gwen is not asking her to do. Um, she's, she's sort of taking initiative and doing her own thing. Um, and there's a reason for that. And we'll get more into that in, 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 uh, the next episode. Um, but you know, we just, it was, it was a lot of setup. It was a lot of, um, reintroducing the gang, reintroducing the game in, in different scenarios. Yeah. We got to introduce them in the shop, the way that everyone's familiar with them. And then Mm -hmm. we got to show them in this new normal, which is them being superheroes and then even the new normal within the shop like gibson has now also done a lot of growing up mm-hmm. and is mm-hmm. wor- you know getting work done at his new apartment and uh, and and yeah joel is now like even more part of the team than he was in the holiday special mm-hmm. and like yeah just really dropping the viewers into this yeah this new normal and and showing that the characters are at home in it mm-hmm. yeah you know, kind of gives the episode like a cozy and exciting vibe at the same time yeah, that's definitely the goal. Yeah, because yeah, there's some cracks in all of this. You know, we have like Charlotte feels like she's getting pushed out a little bit, or at least uh, spoken over uh, with Swift Industries. And then we have Gretchen talking to Elliot about moving two hours away to get a better or a new teaching job. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mindy's Mindy going kind of through a yeah, lot. <laughs> a real, uh, you know, kind of the the quintessential post grad free fall that i think a lot of people go through yeah Yeah. quarter life crisis yeah 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 it's it's uh you know we have to establish where everybody's at i mean one of the one of the 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 things that we used as a um uh, a sort of like blueprint i think when we were thinking about this season in terms of like how we wanted to make you feel the listeners feel we looked at um, Serenity, the, the Firefly mm-hmm. movie um, and the way that that reestablishes all of those characters in a way that is supposed to be like, well, if you haven't, if you didn't watch the show, like now you can know what all this is. I don't know that it really works that way, but 
if you did watch the show and you're watching it, you're like, oh my God, it's my friends. All my friends are back. <laughs> um, and, and we definitely wanted that feeling and the feeling that time has passed, but they're the, still the same characters that you remember. Um, and, you know, really make it feel like an event, you know, because I wanted, I want, we wanted this episode to, to really feel like part one of a 10 part film story. story. Yeah. Yeah. Epic. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like we wanted it to kind of be, have its chest out a little bit more than the show usually is. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit more confident and yeah. even like the jokes. And I don't know, but we kind of hit the ground running in a way that yeah. kind of just shows how much confident I think competent too. all the whole team has gotten, mm-hmm. you know, from, from the cast to the, to the technical, to Tofty, to, to Kata, to everybody. Yeah. Uh, Serenity is particularly a, a, a big, big inspiration in the opening minutes of this episode. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, in a lot of ways, I think the new normal, uh, you know, I love it as an episode. I think that looking back on the, on this season as a whole, I think people are going to see it for what it is, which is essentially a cold open. Um, you know, Mm, that's, that's what this is. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's setting up all the promise of what we're hoping to pay off this season. Um, and, and so ultimately it's just like a 35 minute cold open. (laughs) I think, <laughs> which is why it doesn't have a cold open. Um, usually we do cold opens and, and we didn't, yep. I, 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 we kind of chose not to do it this time because it just, we really wanted it to feel like, no, we're, you're, you're on the ride. Let's, we're going, you know? Yeah. Um, it really yeah. feels like we hit the ground running at the beginning of the episode. Cause we kind of have this cool sort of zoom out thing that happens. We have like the audio clip that's being listened to in the warehouse that's being seen on the body cam footage that's, mm-hmm. you know, being watched on TV at the Senate hearing and mm-hmm. that's being um, watched right. on TV in the, in mm. the mystery man's office. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's just, uh, we, we get a lot right away. Like what inspired that sort of, um, that technique, that zooming out technique. Um, I mean, that was beginning. directly from serenity. Um, I mean, we, we kind of just looked at the opening of Serenity because like Serenity opens it, with – it's It might be like technically the some of the best writing that Joss Whedon's ever done or filmed because it's like yeah. the – it's kind of incredible. I saw Serenity before Firefly. Mm-hmm. I hmm. just it, – it looked cool and it, I knew Joss Whedon, but I was like, oh, right, that show that I had seen. And it really is deft at like this is the world. These are Reapers. It's the future. These are the colonies. This is Simon. That's River. This is the crew. There, you're ready to go. Have a fun time at the movies. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, so from the jump, we were just like, oh, it'd be cool to like do that for right. the show. Right. And do a whole lot of world building, but nothing that feels like a text crawl. Right. Because you're getting all this character right. stuff. Yeah. And we, we really wanted to build, we, we wanted the season to feel like it was building to a series finale, to an ending, to a conclusion. And for me, and I know a lot of people don't agree with this. A lot of Firefly fans don't agree with this. But to me, like Serenity is one of the best series finales I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> and, and that's what it is, right? I, I, I love it as a movie, but essentially it's a series finale um, uh, to a show that never got one. And, and I think it's one of the best ones. And so we definitely cribbed a lot, especially from the beginning. Because like, you know, in a lot of ways, I guess structurally, if you're looking at it that way, the new normal is basically uh, serenity from the beginning till they get back on the ship after the bank failed heist. bank heist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know? there's, there's even a big fat serenity reference where Gibbs says, "Shiny, let's be good guys." Yeah, and mm-hmm. that was that was like sort of, sort of our little like putting a nose, putting yeah, a hat yeah. on it, I guess. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, hanging the lantern, yep. so to yeah. speak. 
Yeah. There's a few of them in this one. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, bypassed the compressor from hey, right. Force Awakens. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Was, and it's got, I'm always uh, on the lookout for those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Tofty's delightful little uh, uh, a musical secret quote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was really <laughs> Which fun. was really nice. The little the little Star Wars mm-hmm. ref he did. It was really mm-hmm. great. And yeah, yeah and I think great. I think Chelsea's direction just really it, it was it was really cool listening to it and being like, oh my God, this is like the momentum that we were talking about, of how yeah. it just kind of like a ride, it just ramps up and up and up. Yeah. And then the cool off yeah. of like after mm-hmm. they pull off the job. The fact that I the fact that we had such a specific reference, and it was a reference that that Chelsea had no idea what that was. <laughs> um and and yet she still managed to pull it off perfectly. I think is is really like I mean kudos to Chelsea that that you you really pulled it off. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, really great work from all the actors. It was really great hearing them yes. again. And even they 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 seem so much more at home with the roles from like Elliot to again Chelsea uh, like Lorelai. Yeah, it was it was great hearing everybody. Yeah, again. no no everybody didn't miss a beat. It was pretty great. Um, I. I will say, uh, I guess, from a technical standpoint, going back to the monorail section, I guess from a technical standpoint, it was, you know, when you approach these action scenes, yeah, we wanted to do an action scene, but that's easier said than done in an audio format. (laughs) Um, And so we had to figure out a way to make an action scene that there was sound happening Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, And... You know, it felt like a train of some sort was probably the best move just because we wanted it to be a rescue thing uh, mm-hmm. more than anything. We wanted it to be, uh, you know, not like a little more reactive than active in terms of what it was going to what the what the scene was going to be for the underdogs. And so I think we came down to a few options and ended up settling on the train sequence just because it made the most sense in my head as an audio thing as far as how to pull it off (laughs) how to how like the very specific beats of it all i feel like when i wrote the outline i just sort of entered a fugue state and was like i think this is what happens um and really (laughs) just kind of like broke it down because i don't remember us going into super hyper detail when we were breaking it no we were just like and then and then this happens and there's an empty train car and we knew we knew that, and that that's all we knew, I think. Mm-hmm. And then when I went into the outline, I sort of broke down beat for beat what happens. Um, and in writing it, you know, we really just sort of, you know, I I, I think that be, because I'm editing these and like sort of sound designing these, I I tend to take a, a final pass on all of our scripts from that perspective. So like, you know, the first draft, Nick wrote what I wrote in the outline, essentially, you know, like really exactly what I wrote. And then I had to go in and basically be like, okay, this is one thing to see this, but we're not seeing it. We're hearing it. So how can Mm -hmm. I tweak this to make it make sense in an audio standpoint? And that was, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it was tricky. It was tricky to get it just right. Yeah. Um, And it's like a combination of people saying things, that maybe they wouldn't normally say if it was actually happening, you know, <laughs> like, like, uh, 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 you know, Gretchen saying, you jumped on my car. Well, if we were seeing that, we, we know that mm-hmm. she jumped on your car. Um, we wouldn't have to say that out loud, <laughs> but you know, I, it, it's, it's, I mean, it really is a testament to like the actors and that they can say stuff that still sounds natural, mm. even though it's not always the most natural dialogue. 
um, you know, if you were shooting a movie, it would be, mm-hmm. you know, you, it would be repetitive dialogue in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. And it, it kind of became a game of, like, like Scott said, like, what, what, what's the best set piece for this medium? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think we've, we've kind of learned through season one that like fist fights and fisticuffs aren't the most exciting thing. Right. So we've kind of consciously steered away from like, you know, geek by night's not going to end in a big Avengers end game brawl probably. Right. Uh, because we've learned that it's not the most exciting thing, but like right. th- this is such like a probably who knows, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's only saying that cause we haven't written it yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, it, I'd be very surprised. Like, oh, son of a bitch. I was wrong. It, 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 you know. I can just see Joel <laughs> Vickers now, like on your left and coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, and and like it was it was fun. I remember when I got to writing, when I got to the part of Mindy jumping off the train and landing on the car. Mm-hmm. I was like I remember feeling like is this too much? Is this too crazy? Yeah. Is Scott going to be like you idiot? What are you thinking? We can't do this. <laughs> but when he when that never even came up, I was like, "Oh, it's go time." Yeah. Like this is going to hmm. be a fun season yeah. of like we're going to put yeah, and, and like what what really gets me about this the the sequence though is how it places everyone, mm-hmm. and I think that's a big. We we split it up into chunks to where the audience can be like, okay, I when 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 Gibson comes in on the communicator, I know where he is. I know that Simon's in the car. I know that Mindy's on the back of the train, mm-hmm. and so like splitting everyone up in a really creative way, and then like, I, I think it just added to like keeping the listener like on board with it all and not getting like lost. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Um- yeah, and then, you know, just in terms of, like, sound effects and sound design and everything, it really just came down to, like, okay, I am – if I were watching this, I know what I'm picturing in my head is happening. How can we – how can I take what I'm seeing and turn it into what I'm hearing without affecting the fact that you're seeing everything, if that makes any sense? Like, yeah. you, don't, you don't want anyone to miss any details of what's happening – um, but you also don't want everybody like walking through what they're doing, which is you why you, you do things it. like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta like, you know, it, it's all about sort of having people explain things, hopefully in a fun way. It's like, it's like, you know, you can, you can put as much exposition as you want in something as long as it's fun, which is why, you know, you have Mindy, uh, telling Gretchen that she needs to baby driver the car out of a spin <laughs> because like, that's more fun than like l- literally explaining step-by-step what she's doing. It's like you say baby driver out of a spin. Everybody kind of knows what that means. And that's right. good enough. Yeah. So it's a lot of that. Um, it was, it was hard though. It was definitely hard. It was the hardest mm-hmm. thing I've ever had to sound design by a country mile. Um, this was yeah tough. No, I, I remember. Yeah. I remember Scott taking me over the, Hey, like listen, like listening to it kind of as a work in progress. And right. Being like, oh, I, this is going to be really exciting for listeners to, to to hear. Yeah, like right out of the gate. It took days. It definitely mm-hmm. took me days mm-hmm. to put together. And mo- most of the time, I can do, you know, depending on 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 the severity of the scene, I can usually do like two or three scenes a day, um, in like maybe like a four hour period or so. Uh, that was like that was like two or three like six hour days. Like it took wow. a long time. Yeah, to design that. Um, but it was Brutal. it was worth it, I think. and it really and it <laughs> yeah. really paints a picture. I think, yeah, the whole sequence when it all comes together. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, aside from directing, you are also Chelsea, the voice of Gretchen West, mm-hmm. um, who's having a 
this is her first kind of big outing with the underdogs, like in action, I guess. Um, how do you think Gretchen is feeling right now in, in this new normal? Mm. Well, I think that we kind of get a sense. I'm thinking a lot about leading up to this monorail sequence, the conversation that she has with Elliot, and she's feeling really kind of out of place. I think it's tough for Gretchen. I think she doesn't really know where exactly she fits. And I think she wants to be a part of the team and is like willing to be a part of the team, which is why she's so like gung ho and doing whatever, including letting Mindy (laughs) jump on her car and baby driver that thing out of there. Um, But I think she's feeling very lost and out of place. Um, I think that, you know, I, I get it. I understand when she, when she says, uh, you know, they're your friends, Elliot. They're not my friends. Um, and I just, that's tough. That's a tough place to be. And so I think that she's feeling really lost and really unsure of herself. And also like, she's not getting to do what she really wants to do. She's kind of stuck in this comic book shop and not really getting to pursue her passion. And that's that really sucks. Mm-hmm. That's a really tough place to be in. Um, so yeah, I think that she's really kind of torn right now and stuck in between, stuck in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, uh, Billy, who you voice, Nick, um, things true. seem to be going pretty good for him right now. Um, yeah. I, I really like listening to you as Billy. It reminds me of like, um, like Jeremy Irons as Ozymandias or uh, like Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc, like that, just like loving it and milking it kind of thing. Oh, thank Um, you, man. I really appreciate that. uh, What's it, you know, what's it like playing Billy? What's it like being on the other side of uh, the page, I guess. Um, And the other side of yes, sir, no, sir, whatever you say, sir. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To have actual lines. (laughs) and, uh, and, And I think that's where a lot of the fun was coming from. When it starting from writing the character, like, you know, like, because we start, it helps for me to compartmentalize. Like, I don't really think about the acting until I'm like about to do it. Mm-hmm. The, until then, I kind of do live in like writer Nick mode where Billy's like a character in the story, not like a dude that I play. But it, it was really fun to write because, yeah, he's been in character the whole show. He's been like hiding himself and like repressing himself and like in hiding. And so this episode is kind of his big coming out party where he gets to finally own the room a little bit and Mm -hmm. yeah, be like a total brat about it. And, (laughs) and we're kind of, it's kind of the first real big, like, Oh, this is what this guy's really like. And I, I, you know, I think he's a sore winner as we, as we see in this episode. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And that, and that was really fun to play because like, yeah, to a start, I've been kind of in some version or other playing this character for almost 10 years And so finally getting to like really figure out, wait, who is this guy? Like what, how does this guy act? What, what's this guy afraid of? What's he, what's he, what does he want? in any given scene, it's been really fun. It's like every episode we peel a layer of this character and this is kind of that first, that first layer. And it'll be interesting to see how this relationship with Charlie works out. It's already not in super great shape as we can see. Right. Uh, I guess, you know, Billy didn't learn a lot of, team player moves from his time with max <laughs> yeah and then uh, another big character this episode is the mysterious man who's with nathan gershwin mm-hmm. um 
we don't even say his name in the episode that we have a, a really cool little scene um he's played by a new guest actor brad bochamp so what can we expect from this mysterious man in the future is this like a series end game is this somebody that we have been waiting for he is a character that we've been meaning to have in the show for a while um and was always going to be a part of the original uh season one finale which is sort of like what this whole season has been kind of adapted from uh, hmm. where was our original uh, intention for that adapted and, and, and changed into a series finale. Um, and so uh, his role has been expanded from that original intention. But um, yeah, I, I would say as far as what to expect from him, I would not expect a whole lot uh, for the, for the, for a little while. Um, we keep hmm. him, uh, we, we keep him on the back burner for, for quite a few episodes um, just because we have other things to focus on. And I think that we didn't want to like overuse him uh, or, or make people feel like we were just doing Charlie again, uh, the mysterious mm-hmm. woman from season <laughs> one. Uh, so we wanted to establish this character in a new way. Um, and so we, we, we do kind of keep him on the back burner. We want to introduce him here just so that everyone understood that he had a part in what, whatever is going on here. Um, but we've got other f- characters to focus on for the next um, few episodes. But yeah. we'll be getting to him before, before the, the mid-season finale, for sure. And Very honestly, cool. I think his role has been surprising even to the three of us, mm-hmm. me, Scott, and Cassandra, mm-hmm. where like, we've had a lot of, we've bared a lot of fruit this season, really working off of the last episode yeah, and not working, mm-hmm. not getting too, too far ahead of ourselves and playing like four dimensional chess. Right. And really <laughs> reacting to the script that came before it. Right. So like we have a roadmap and everything is going toward the destination. Um, and, but we know that the destination is, you know, East and it's just <laughs> like with each step, we're heading we're, east. We're heading east, but we're we're making all of these little stops along the way and um, finding these little cul-de-sacs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been it's it's been really nice the way that that's been working yeah, out. But really, what I would expect from that character is high comedy. High comedy, yeah. Okay, Pratt Falls. <laughs> Pratt Falls. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, do you think that ten episodes is enough breathing room for? the end of this story or do you feel like you have to like pack a lot in to each one like to 10 is that a significant number i think it's pretty significant i mean it it doesn't feel like we're packing in story it, it i mean i mean we are it's not like we're, <laughs> we're we're going at a leisurely pace but i i would say you know there there's some episodes this season that are paced a lot Mm, slower a little more mellow Hmm. um they don't all feel like the new normal uh right okay like even the next episode a lot happens in the next episode but i wouldn't say that it's paced in the same fashion that the new normal is paced the new normal we were very much going for like a fun like mission impossible fast and furious Mm -hmm. summer summer blockbuster in the world of geek by night yeah and that was a vibe yeah and i think and i think like like a like a james bond cold open yeah yeah yeah, that yeah right yeah. yeah. Where it's like, oh, I love these guys. Yeah. And we're back. Yeah. yeah. And, and every, the other, the episodes to come kind of each have their own vibe. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. while pushing the story forward. Yeah. Two will be very interesting to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and yeah, and then like so yeah, some episodes will be like, oh my god, so much is happening. Yeah, and then other episodes <laughs> are like, oh wow, that was like a lot of character stuff. Right, right. Because we don't want to forget what the show is, and and to us, the oh, show yeah. has always been about character. There has been so many instances this season where we've started over the outlining process or breaking process of an episode because I start doing it, and where I'm just like, oh, this isn't. This isn't geek by night. This is missing something. Mm. Um, and we have, to, we have to sort of go back to the drawing board until we figure out the story we're trying to tell in the world of geek by night and what fits in that world because not everything does. Um, and, and doing a monorail sequence every week, that wouldn't be geek <laughs> by night. That's, you know, right. that's just not no. the show. Uh, yeah, I think there's definitely going to be more Scott Corelli technical wizardry in the episodes to come, mm-hmm. but like in really different ways from <laughs> just like a different set piece every week. Yeah. But yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for it all to start coming out. Yeah. yeah I'm excited sure. too. Yeah. I'm especially excited that I'm listening to it one episode at a time for these discussions. Cause there's, there's a lot to kind of like unpack and be excited for from this episode. There's a lot of like, you know, dropping seeds of future storylines and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. So it's uh it's fun to kind of go episode by episode and, what were some things that struck you particularly as like, oh, that's, that's curious. That's weird. Um, Simon and Mindy's dynamic is uh, interesting in this episode because Simon is typically so curious and wants to you know, break everything open. But in the end, it's Mindy who's the one who's kind of hung up on this uh, empty car, this detail of the incident and trying to pull that thread a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's really interesting for her character and want to see where that goes. Cause obviously we've seen her grow. She's, she's significantly stronger than she was when we first met her. But um, yeah, that just seems really juicy to me. <laughs> she's just got a few more questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm curious uh, in terms of looking at the season as a whole, uh, Chelsea, what are you most looking forward to this season without, you know, without giving any spoilers, obviously, <laughs> um, what do you, what do you, cause you're, you've obviously, you know, a lot more about what's happening, uh, this season than, uh, any of our listeners or, or even our host here. Um, what are you, what are you most excited about this season? I'm excited to see these characters grow. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of development happening for everybody in different ways. And I think we start to see that in this episode, like just in the time that has passed, like we see how all of them have grown and changed in different ways. Like we were talking about earlier. And I think that's going to continue on through the season. And I'm really eager to see what comes out of that. Like how, you know, the way that we see them right now in this first episode, I think will be very different from who we see them as in episode 10. Mm -hmm. I think that so much, I think it's going to be very dense with character development and I am dying to see where these characters go and what choices they make. You know, part of the heart of this show is growing up and what it's like to, exist in your 30s and (laughs) try to navigate that life and we're getting to watch these characters that we've grown to love learn how to navigate that um so it's fun to be able to go on that journey with them Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i'm really i'm really anxious to see everybody uh see what everybody thinks about the story this season um 
I guess next we should talk about next week, right? Yes, we are are planning to do well next week. Uh, we have episode thirty two, mm-hmm. uh, Genius is, Boy. Yes, entitled Genius Boy, a Simon uh, reference. Which is, mm-hmm. Yes, we we heard that a couple times in this episode actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the following week, we are going to do our first be- live Beyond Geek by Night discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're still trying to figure out what exactly it's going to look like, but we're hoping for like audience participation and then some, you know, some fun guests and um, just trying a, a new thing with these after shows. Cause there's, there's a lot to talk about this season. You know, it's, it's 10 episodes. It's not, um, it's not two, like there's still story to hear. We're not just wrapping up. Right. Um, and that's what I'm really excited for because we have, you know, nine more episodes of at least 30 something minutes. Um, that's a lot of story. There's going to be a lot to talk about. So I'm, yeah. I'm very excited for uh, kind of expanding that conversation, including more people in on it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm just so proud of the show. I'm so proud of the work that, that Scott and Chelsea and, and, and Tofty and the whole team has been putting in. And, you know, as the realm of audio stories and audio podcasts start to become more ubiquitous and more, there's more of them. It really does make me more like, hey, like, look at this. I'm mm-hmm. lifting my hand up, listeners. Yeah. Like, <laughs> check it out. This is pretty freaking amazing for, you know, some people mm-hmm. on, in their free time in front of their laptops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm excited it's back. I'm excited people get to listen mm-hmm. to new episodes again. So it was excited. It was really cool seeing some comments from people just being excited to, to hear everybody you know, saying new words, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just like, Oh, it's like, it's the people I love, but it's, it's new stuff now. And, and that's, that's really, I don't know. It's really nice to hear Special. that people, people miss the show. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. And, uh, it means the world to us. I, sure. I certainly did. And I'm, I'm excited for it to be back and I'm excited. It's just, I, I honestly believe that every episode this season is better than the last episode. Um, 100%. Yeah, hmm. so I'm I'm really really excited as we go along because I just I'm I'm so pumped for every single episode this season. Yeah, yeah, it's and then moments in each episode are like, oh, I can't wait for them to hear that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or <laughs> yeah. learn that secret. Yeah, yeah. Meet that character. Meet that character. Yeah. We met a couple of new characters. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. We did. Uh, Leo Dobbs, played by Billy McCartney. Former writer of the show. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, we wrote this character for him. Um, and it was a character that we'd always wanted to put in the show and just never found a place for him. Uh, and, and we found a really cool, interesting yeah. way to use him this season, finally. Kind of help them or just kind of just, I don't know, just be like a person yeah. in their orbit. A lot more of him uh, in uh, next week's episode. That's what I was just about to ask about Leo. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, what's a what's a little bit about like a tiny hint about next week's episode, Genius Boy? Are we expecting like a Simon centric episode? Uh, um, I don't. I surprises. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's there, called that for a reason. There's definitely some surprise. Hmm. There's a, well, yeah. There's a lot of surprises. Um, <laughs> yeah. there's 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 a lot of surprises. It's actually, you know, I was just realizing the other day. Yeah. Structurally, <laughs> Genius Boy is kind of this episode in reverse. 
Yeah. Like, that's if you true. think about hmm. it, yeah. as far as like how things play out, it's yeah. like this episode in reverse. It's like Tenet. Which is very strange. Yeah, it's just like Tenet. That movie that we all saw and it made so much money. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Saved Hollywood. <laughs> anyway, vote on November 3rd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, listen to the Tenet score. As you as you drive to your local polling center, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I I would say a lot of things happen. Uh, it's kind of a continuing to explore this new world mm-hmm. and this new McKinney City that we started with the new normal. There's a return of two characters uh, that we did not see in this episode. Yep. We were missing mm-hmm. a couple. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we get we get a return of of two characters, and um, yeah, like a little just like more shenanigans i would say in the next yeah. one um and we get to see what uh mindy has been doing with her evenings i'll leave it at that very interesting to quote okay. jeff driving around like the taxi driver man yeah <laughs> john taxi driver john taxi driver yeah so anyway excited for everyone to hear genius boy it's got it's got some big reveals in it for sure mm-hmm. definitely excellent yeah and it's all coming next week yep next week it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I think we are out of time for tonight, uh, but I want to say thank you to my guests, Scott, Nick, and Chelsea for joining me today. And thank you to all of you, the fans, the underdogs for listening. If you'd like to support the show, please join the Dueling Genre Patreon at duelinggenre.com support. You'll also get access to classic Geek by Night episodes, scripts, and other behind-the-scenes materials, and exclusive episodes from Dueling Genre's best shows. As well as early access to Geek by Night and Beyond yes. Geek by Night all season long. I got to hear the new normal a couple days early, not because I'm on the show, but because I am a Patreon subscriber. <laughs> so uh, that, that is a, a pretty cool place to be to hear it a couple days before all your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen and you to it early the- <laughs> before everyone spoils <laughs> right. it online. Talk yeah. To each other. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, before Twitter gets a hold of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Avoid that hashtag, guys. Just spoilers <laughs> everywhere. As we know, this is one of the most popular shows to ever exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's not and, true. Uh, <laughs> it should be true. <laughs> It will be. We've got a couple episodes. We've got nine episodes left. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If you want to support the show, you can also tell your friends, families, and followers to subscribe to Geek by Night on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you are listening to this right now. And again, stay tuned for the next episode, Genius Boy, coming out next week. And after that, we'll be hosting our first live after show. Thank you for going beyond Geek by Night with us. Have a super day. Super day.